At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is VEASAN's Pro Football Betting Podcast. Here's your host, Danny Burke. Hey, what's happening, folks, and welcome into another edition of Prop Watch here on VEASAN's Pro Football Betting Podcast feed. I'm your host, Andy Burke. Happy to have you with me as we get you geared up for NFL Week 15. We've got dual action this weekend, meaning some games on Saturday and some games on Sunday. Very much looking forward to it. And if you want to get a bigger preview of all the games from start to finish and an update on Survivor Contest. Make sure you check out our other episode where we do just that. Mike Palm and I deliver all of that content for you available in the same feed where you found this episode. So lots to look forward to this weekend. Let's get into it with some of my top props. I'm going to look at the Saturday spot with Cleveland and Baltimore, and I'm going to look at J.K. Dobbins. Now, I I put this bet already in on, I guess, Thursday afternoon because in what I mean by put it in, I put it on VEASAN's Best Bets log page where we log every one of our best bets, every show host and guest for every sport. We do just that. So basically, I added this then because I was afraid this number would move potentially drastically based on where I saw it and when I played it. And then by the time this recording was going to get out. So the point is, I played J.K. Dobbins over 46 and a half at minus 118. That number was at Bet Rivers on Thursday afternoon. Now, it looks like the best number out here is about 47 and a half. So uh, there has been some slight movement 
And it's not terrible, right? I would still play it over 47 in the hook. That number's available at Bet Rivers. And the juice to the over is only minus 112. And you know what? The juice to the under is minus 117. So perhaps it even comes back down. But realistically, I would still play J.K. Dobbins and his rushing yards prop up to 50 in the hook. The reason I would do that is because the Ravens are facing a Browns run defense that ranks 30th according to DVOA. They're allowing 4.8 yards per rush attempt, which is 29th. Opponents are getting over 27 carries against them for over 148 yards and over 1.2 touchdowns per game. Now, aside from that, because we just care about the rushing yards, 15, yeah, that's right, 1-5, 15 opposing running backs have gone over 46.5 rushing yards against the Cleveland Browns. Now, J.K. Dobbins has only played in five games with the Ravens this year, but in that span, he's averaging 10 carries, 48.6 rushing yards, and 4.9 yards per carry. Very impressive with the efficiency per carry. Now, he's only gone over the mark once, but it was last Sunday at Pittsburgh, and last Sunday, he racked up 15 carries, 120 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown. The dude was averaging 8 yards per carry. So he obviously had his best game of the year, and hopefully he can carry that momentum into this Saturday against a weak run defense. Now, what's also a main factor of looking to bet this is the quarterback situation for Baltimore. It's not going to be Lamar Jackson. It's going to be Tyler Huntley, presumably again, and if not, then it could be Anthony Brown, their third stringer, but all indications are it's going to be Tyler Huntley. And I say maybe not because Huntley got taken out last game and Brown came in because Huntley was in the concussion protocol Uh, for a little bit, but I believe he was back at practice, so we should be seeing Tyler Huntley. And the point is, with Tyler Huntley, you're probably not going to be as reliant on his passing effort, especially against the Browns defense that isn't great against the pass, but they're better against it than they are against the run. So that should be the strategy if you're Baltimore, especially considering J.K. Dobbins just had an electric game last week. Why not feed him once again against a weak run defense Put the pressure on him at the beginning stages. Hopefully you control the momentum and just everything in this game so you can keep handing the ball off. And that way, J.K. Dobbins can find himself over 46.5 rushing yards, which, of course, is a number I bet. But then if you get involved, 47.5 is the best number I see available at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Now, by the way, really quick last thing, Gus Edwards did have 13 carries last week. He had 16 carries for 66 rushing yards against the Browns earlier this year. So Edwards will take some of the sample size, so don't freak out if you don't see J.K. in there all that often. I mean, we're hoping he can get into the double digits, absolutely, but I'm just saying they are going to switch it up. And it's a good indication that Gus Edwards earlier this year got 66 rushing yards against him. He was the lead back in that game. If we're assuming J.K. is going to be the lead back, same strategy should be applied, and hopefully the same result comes through. So that's what we're rocking with for the Browns and the Ravens on Saturday. Another running back prop. Let's take it to the Windy City where I currently reside, where you got the Bears taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's look at David Montgomery, and I've talked about this position in terms of the strategy for the Bears a couple of times this week. I talked about it in our other episode with Mike Palm. I talked about it with Matt Humans when we looked at just the overall outlook for this game. And if you're the Bears, your strategy should be running the ball. And that's been their strategy the entire season, folks. I mean, they're running the ball 
the most in the NFL, 35 times per game, okay? And the reason they should keep that up, when in other spots I'm pretty vocal against it in the sense of let Fields throw the ball, let him develop, but if there's a game where you do hone in on your running attack, it's this spot because you're going up against a Philadelphia run defense that ranks 24th, and they are allowing opposing tailbacks 4.7 yards per carry, which ranks 28th in the National Football League. That is the weakest part of Philadelphia as an entire unit, frankly. It's their run defense. And when you look at past sample sizes, teams that have kept it close against the Eagles have had a good running attack and really emphasized that part of their offense. I mean, think about the one game they lost. That was against the Washington Commanders. And in that game, we took Brian Robinson over his rushing yards. And folks, he had 26 carries for 86 rushing yards. They won that game because they controlled the ground effort and time of possession. Jonathan Taylor, 22 carries, 84 rushing yards. They could have won that game, the Colts. They ended up losing, but they lost, what, 17-16? to 16? The Packers, yeah, they kept it relatively close. A.J. Dillon had 64 rushing yards. Aaron Jones had 12 carries for 43 yards. He wasn't as efficient. And look, they ran the ball 20 times with their backs. They probably should have done it more. But when they got those opportunities, they were able to do a fairly solid job of moving the ball forward. And the Titans didn't the week after. I mean, I thought Derrick Henry would be the main focal point in this game as he is for pretty much every Titans game. But they panicked and started the pass. And that's when it became a blowout. Because Philadelphia has a great pass defense, and you can't rely on that with an average quarterback like Ryan Tannehill. You, you just can't do that. You can't do that in most games, especially against an Eagles pass defense that ranks second, according to DVOA. Folks, it's also going to be a windier day in Chicago. Double-digit wins. It's harder to throw the ball once you hit that double-digit mark. Fields has struggled throwing the ball in several situations. They don't let him do it as much. They're running the ball the most in the league. Philadelphia's pass defense is great. The run defense is very, very much below average. You should be giving it to Montgomery, a guy who in his last three games is averaging 15 carries, 69 rushing yards, and 4.6 yards per rush attempt. Now, overall this season, he's gone over 56 and a half rushing yards in six out of 12 games. Six opposing tailbacks have gone over that mark against the Eagles this season. Uh, last point, I forgot to mention one guy, or a couple of guys, Damian Pierce. 27 carries, a buck 39 against the Eagles. They covered in that game. Ezekiel Elliott, 13 carries, 81 rushing yards. The Cowboys with Cooper Rush were competitive in that game against Philly. So there is a recipe to keeping it close and competitive against Philly. It's utilizing your ground attack, and that is what the Bears do the best in the NFL. So if there's a time to back it to the over, it's got to be this one. Coming off a bye week, you got to be prepared. And if he doesn't go over, well, then it's just that Montgomery had a crap day. Eagles made adjustments. Or Luke Getzey's out of his mind and not calling the right approach. And that would be plausible based on what we've seen from him in several situations. But Montgomery should find his way over 56 and a half. I bet it. At Bet Rivers, once again, is the best number. Montgomery over 56 and a half rushing yards at the price of minus 114. By the way, his rush attempts is 14 and a half, minus 129 to the over. I don't hate that play. I have a little bit more confidence in his rushing yards, but I don't hate the idea of playing over his rush attempts either. But let's hope Monty has a big day, baby. Come on, we need it, my friend. All right. Now, those are the props that I have played right now. 
There are some that I want to play, but the numbers aren't available slash either they're too high, right? It's either one of those two categories. So I'm going to discuss those now before we head out. Uh, let's talk Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow could have a pretty good day in the air, especially when he comes to the red zone with his passing touchdowns. I would look to play Joe Burrow over one and a half passing touchdowns. The issue is minus 159 is the price to the over. I'm not as enticed to want to lay that much for a passing touchdown prop. But if you are, I think he probably does end up with two. But again, it's not worth laying that much to find out. Now, the reason that I'm considering this is because according to Football Outsiders, the Bengals rank first in red zone offense. They're second when it comes to passing the ball in the red zone, 12th when it comes to running the ball. Now, if we flip the script, look at their opponent, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Defensively, the Bucs rank 26th, according to Football Outsiders, 28th against the pass in the red zone, 10th against the run in the red zone. So, seeing how bad they are against the pass defensively, Tampa Bay, Seeing how good Joe Burrow and the Bengals are offensively against the pass, second best against 28th worst, you would think that Burrow could have multiple touchdowns in this game. Tampa Bay is allowing one and a half passing touchdowns per game this season. Joe Burrow is averaging two passing touchdowns per game. He has gotten multiple passing touchdowns in nine out of 13 games. Six opposing quarterbacks have gotten multiple versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But here's the thing. I mean, Tampa Bay really hasn't faced the most dynamic threats of quarterbacks this season. And when they have, they ended up throwing multiple passing touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers had two. Patrick Mahomes had two. Lamar Jackson had two. If you want to consider Brock Purdy now as a dynamic quarterback, he had two last week. Geno Smith had two, one of the more efficient quarterbacks this season. P.J. Walker had freaking two touchdowns against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, Here's the thing. I do think he gets over it. But again, I just don't know if it's worth laying that price. If it was like minus 135 or lower, I would play it. But because it's not, I think I will opt out of it. But I think it's still worth the discussion because there's great stats to back it up. Not great juice on it to make it an official play. All right, let's move along now. Keep it within the quarterbacks. But now we're getting into the category where there hasn't been a number posted. But I'm very much fascinated by their potential prop and where it could be listed, especially with our guy Justin Herbert. This is a beautiful opportunity to look at some props for Justin Herbert. Now, I say that because Herbert is now averaging 29 completions on 43 pass attempts with a completion rate of over 67.5%. Tennessee is allowing 26.3 completions per game. Folks, that is dead last. 40.3 pass attempts per game, also dead last, and a completion rate of 65.3%, which ranks 20th. Oh, furthermore, Tennessee ranks 28th against the pass, according to DVOA, but first against the run. The Chargers don't love to run the ball with Austin Eckler in the first place. Now you have Mike Williams and Keenan Allen back, and you're going against one of the worst pass defenses and one of the better run defenses. How would you not look at Herbert and his overs in this spot, right? Well, we can't look at it right now because it hasn't been posted. That's what's infuriating is all hell. And by the way, the Titans allowing 12.4 yards per pass completion over their last three games, which is 31st. In the NFL. Now, his passing yards prop has been listed. It's at like 301. 
yeah, I, I'd lean over still, but I'm not as infatuated with that. I want to see his completions, and I want to see his pass attempts. For his completions, I would need it to be 26 and a half or lower. And if it's at 26 and a half, I need it to not be expensive, right? I don't want to lay like over minus 120 with it. I don't even want to lay minus 120 with it at all. I want it to be under minus 120. Now, I have a little bit more inkling to trusting the pass attempts than I do as completions. And for the pass attempts, I would need it to be 37 and a half or lower. I have a fear that it's probably going to be 38 and a half or higher. Look, if it is, I mean, I'd need it even money or better probably. But I would be willing to lay a price if it was 36 and a half. Man, yeah, I'd definitely lay a price. 37 and a half, if it's a standard price, yeah, I'd probably play it to the over. Again, he's averaging 43 pass attempts. The Titans are allowing over 40 pass attempts per game. Let's look at his recent sample size. 39 completions, 51 attempts against the Dolphins. 28 completions, 47 attempts against the Raiders. 35 completions, 47 attempts once again, but this time at Arizona. Versus Kansas City, very efficient, not a big sample size. 23 out of 30. At San Francisco, 21 of 35. At Atlanta, 30 of 43. Versus Seattle, 33 of 51. Versus Denver, 37 of 57. Uh, at Cleveland, only 22 of 34. At Houston, 27 of 39. 25 of 45 versus Jacksonville. 33 of 48 at Kansas City. 26 of 34 versus Las Vegas. So, folks, he's gone over, let's say, the pass attempts of 37 and a half and 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. And the last three included. In terms of his completions with 26 and a half, he's gone over that in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, Six, seven, eight, including his last three. But the pass attempts has gotten over it one more time. And the pass attempts are a little bit more intriguing because you don't need the reliability of your receivers catching the ball. You just need to be slinging it. So that's why I always kind of gravitate a little bit more so toward the attempts if it's not a completely poor discrepancy in terms of the betting odds and where the numbers listed. So once that comes out, and if it's bettable, I promise you it will be logged at vsin.com, and you will know if I play it based on the numbers I told you I would pull the trigger at. All right, folks, let's move on to the New England Patriots. I'm looking at Ramondre Stevenson, or, or whoever is going to be the starting running back for New England for that matter, and looking at the idea of them anytime touchdown. Now, the reason I'm looking at that is because the Raiders are 32nd in red zone defense against the run. The Raiders have allowed 10 rushing touchdowns this season. On average, Las Vegas is allowing 1.1 rushing touchdowns per game. Now, Ramondre Stevenson is a little bit banged up, so who's ever going to be the starting running back if you're getting plus money or better, potentially consider them, but nothing's been listed right now. Uh, I know Damian Harris is a little bit banged up too. Kevin Harris and some Pierre guy got a rushing touchdown against the Cardinals. So, again, make sure you know who the starting running back is, but if they're giving you plus money, I think that could be worth some consideration for an anytime touchdown for a Patriots running back. And speaking of running backs, what about James Conner? I would look at his rushing yards over potentially. Even though we faded him last week, didn't work. I think he could look over against Denver. Now, Denver's defense is really solid. They've allowed 17 points or fewer in eight games. They've only won three of those, by the way. Pretty poor, as we all know. But they rank 17th against the run, 118 rushing yards per game is what they're allowing. And then 19th in yards per carry allowed, 
4.4 on average. They rank 17th in DVOA run defense compared to third against the pass. You got Colt McCoy playing here. He's fairly efficient as a backup, but you may not want to have him run or throw the ball all that often against a great pass defense. Give it to the hot hand, who's James Conner, who has rushed for 205 yards on 40 attempts since week 13 and has scored four rushing touchdowns in his past four games. Now, over the last four games, he's averaging 19 carries, 79 rushing yards per game. Overall this season, it's 14 carries, 56 rushing yards, 4.1 yards per carry. Again, Denver's been poor against the run, and if you're the Cardinals, you should probably hand it off here instead of putting all the pressure on Colt McCoy. James Conner, if we get him under 63.5, that may be a play. And it'll be very interesting to see where the number's listed because he's had a lot of successes of late, but you're also going up against what the public perceives a crap Denver team, but a really good defense. That's the only reason they've been in these games. Maybe even if it's 65.5, I would consider it because I think Connor could get 70 plus rushing yards in this game. Ideally, we get under 63.5, however, with Connor, and then we may be playing that. And then final prop that I'm looking to potentially play involves a kicker in that matchup with the Cardinals and the Broncos. I'm looking at Matt Prater. I'm curious to see where his field goal number is listed. I'm sure it's going to be one and a half, but I'm looking for some plus money to the over. And then his kicking points. So Prater hasn't been one of the top kickers in the NFL by any stretch of the imagination, but it's not necessarily his fault. I mean, he's dealt with injuries and he's dealt with a crappy offense that has not been consistent whatsoever in Arizona. So that results in Prater only making 12 out of 14 field goal attempts, 14 out of 14 extra points, but just 5.6 kicking points per game. So on average, 1.6 field goal attempts, and he's making 1.3 of them. And he's gotten multiple field goals in just four games. And you might, like we said, get an okay price on him because of that, though. And Denver is number one in red zone defense efficiency, right? Opponents are scoring a touchdown upon entering the red zone just 35.5% of the time this season, which is number one. So if the Cardinals are able to move the ball with our guy James Conner setting it up, well, then Denver probably limits them in the red zone, thus leading to kicking opportunities for Matt Prater. Denver is allowing... Two and a half field goal attempts per game, which is third most in the NFL. So Prater could get his opportunities. And when Colt McCoy has played, so he played last week versus New England. And then he's also played another game against the Rams. Prater got 12 and 7 kicking points respectively in those contests. So Colt McCoy may be a little bit more of a benefit to Prater than Kyler Murray was. Now Colt McCoy did play against San Francisco too. They lost that game 38 to 10. So there's no hope for Matt Brader in that spot. But against Denver, yeah, I think those opportunities will be coming fairly frequently, perhaps enough to get in multiple field goals. So we'll have to wait and see where that number's listed. So I'm sorry a lot of these props don't have these numbers posted up, but again, I will be betting them, or if I'm betting them rather, I will be putting them up at vsin.com. Best Bets log page. You not only see mine, you see every show hosts and guests. I implore you to check it out with all of our other handicapping tools to help make you the best handicapper possible. And remember to follow on Twitter at DannyBurke5. Probably tweet out a reminder if I add anything else. Uh, we got some Saturday action too, folks. So make sure you stick around this weekend and uh, stay inside. It's getting cold out there. So enjoy the games, make some bets, cash some winners, and hopefully we do just that for you here on VEASAN's Pro Football Betting Podcast. 
Take care and enjoy your weekend. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. Right, let's go. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. <laughs> You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.